You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Daniel Jones will not play again for the New York Football Giants this season. Maybe, They're miserable. Maybe played his last game as a New York Giant. Who's to say? I mean, yeah. is that coaching staff going to be back? Is that GM going to be back? Their line's terrible. I just know Mike Glennon ain't the answer. This is the you know. Here's the thing: when people say, "Blow it up, start over," look at the Giants. Look at the Giants. I mean, coming into this season. Over the last five years, they're the losingest team in the league, worse than the Jags and some of these other awful teams, and it ain't getting any better at all. Okay, so the Giants won the Super Bowl in 2007 at 10 and six. Yeah, they then went 12 and four the next year, lost in the divisional round. The year after that, they went eight and eight, then they went 10 and six, then they went nine and seven and won the Super Bowl. You can kind of say that's a little fluky. It was. They got hot. And, they got you know, hot right, at the right, right time. They stayed healthy late. And, yeah. You know, right. Since I mean, no, then. Not they were a bad team, but right. Since then, it's forget Nine and it. seven, seven and nine, six and ten, six and ten, eleven and five. Lost in the wild card round. That's their last playoff appearance. Yeah. Only a playoff appearance since winning the Super Bowl. Then they really kind of blew it up. And I say this is when they blew it up. Three and 13, five and 11, four and 12, six and 10, four and 10 right now. They may not win, and they one. and they might be blowing it up again. And they really have not made much progress. This is why you don't quote unquote blow it up, trade right. these guys, get rid of that guy, get just tear it down. Yeah. No, they, they also have like cap problems next year. Right. <laughs> you know, like that's not at least the Jets and some of these teams have a lot of cap space next year and early picks. Looks like the Giants will have two. Well, they do. They have two first round picks. That's lovely. Um, and if Daniel Jones were. Deshaun Watson or somebody like that, they'd be in better shape. They maybe took the wrong quarterback. But they keep investing in skill guys and not linemen. You know, I mean, they their team building's always been strange. You know, they, they invest in Jabril Peppers and Leonard Williams. Like, they're fine, but they're not ex- positions and difference makers you really need. That leads me to uh, where I wanted to go with this in terms of the, the, the NFL announced that the cap – uh, projected to be at two hundred eight point two million next year. That came out late mm-hmm. last week. Yeah, uh, that the teams were informed of that, and so the Steelers right now, uh, looking at that, would have forty six million dollars right now, in available yeah. cap space with their rollover and everything mm-hmm. from going into next year. That's with forty players signed. Yeah, so I, I wanted to bring that up because yeah. that was a big thing before. But they don't have hardly anyone signed for next year. It's better than you think. Yeah. If you look at the teams who have more cap space ahead of them, and there are a few. There are some, yeah. Like the Chargers have $75 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. They only have 30 players signed. Yeah, I would say they have that issue, too. Uh, the Dolphins are at 37. They have $74 million, but they got 37 players signed. Uh, the Jaguars, $71 million, 37 players signed. The Bengals are at $60 million, 35 players signed. Okay. Uh, Washington's at, at uh, $59 million, 35 players signed. The Colts are at $57 million. 
35 players signed. And some of those players that they don't have signed are some of the big – like big they, got, they got some guys that are – Yeah, yeah, coming know, up. All those second-round draft picks that they've made – you know, Ready to make some money. Ready to make some money. The Browns have 39 players signed. They got $36 million. But they have to sign a quarterback. Yeah, they get that, right, yeah. right. I mean, the Steelers have that issue too. Right, in different the, ways. The Jets are at uh, forty-one players. They get fifty-four. So the Jets are in pretty nice shape. The Jets actually. are in nice right. shape, but if Wilson's good, yeah, if Wilson is good, that's the, like if Daniel Jones would have been good, Giants would look a little better too. Right, you know. Um, so the Steelers are right now at twelfth with forty-six million dollars available. Mm-hmm. That's and without doing anything that's else. Not any housekeeping. Yeah, yeah. That's without you know extending this guy signed, or right. you know renegotiating that, doing all the little things that they typically do. So they're in good shape there. You look no, at some, look at some of the teams on the bottom of this. Once are, again. Are the Saints worse again? The Saints are dead last. Wow. 39 players signed, but they're $60 million over the cap. And I think Taysom Hill is the only quarterback under contract. Correct. <laughs> well, I guess what's-his-face, the kid they drafted. Sim, well, I think yeah. it's yeah. Ellinger or whatever. Not Ellinger. The Packers. No name can book. $34 million over the cap. Yeah. That's with 40 players signed. The Cowboys, 12 million, 12.8 million over the cap. The Vikings, 10 million over the cap. As we saw this year, the three teams that were the wor- in the worst cap shape going into this season, mm-hmm. uh, once the once last year's ended, and we found out that the cap was actually going to go down this right, year. Right. Whenever bad news hit. Eagles, Steelers, Saints. Yep. Big time. By far. And what have those three teams kind of had to do? Is is they've all kind of had to. Massage it and muddy play games way. up, and yeah, and, right. They're all playing tight games, trying to run the ball a lot. You know, I mean, minimizing the quarterback. Sorry, Ben, but I mean, it's what's happening. You know, I mean, for different reasons. Either you don't have one yet, or your guy's not what he used to be. And two of those teams have won a lot of games over the last, in recent history, and those coaches know what they're talking about. Eagles are kind of doing some good things too. Like, yeah. they're all gonna, they're all still in the playoff. They're hunt. all still in the playoff hunt. Right. They're right around five hundred. Yeah. But, yeah, right. Um, but they also had to get they they had to cut bait with some guys. Oh yeah, it was you know? a tough offseason. COVID hit those three teams the hardest. Without a just doubt, in terms of the cap. You look at some of the other teams that are over the cap, but not a lot over the cap. The Giants are three point seven million dollars. I'm sure there's fat they can trim easily. Cut Nate Solder or whoever. Yeah, you know, I mean, right. some old dude that they don't care about. But still, they're not buyers. Right. The Rams. They're six, spending too much on Kenny Galladay's. Th- this know. is just enough money, basically, to sign their rookie class. Mm-hmm. The Rams have $6 million in cap space. Okay. Now, they never have a rookie class. Yeah, they say they're <laughs> different than everybody else, too. Uh, but the Bills, $8.9 million mm-hmm. in they're, cap space. They're one of those teams where – Quarterbacks now mature and making big money, and you're no longer. Ah, we'll just go out and get three or four offensive linemen. You know, like they, they they're not in that realm anymore. 49ers are at ten point seven. The Falcons are at thirteen point seven. Ooh, yeah. They're they need. Where are you so spending that money at? Right. Like, they need so much. They, that they gets need to build me. A whole defense. Yeah, the Titans are fourteen million. Have fourteen million cap space. Okay. AJ yeah. Brown's still in his rookie contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, where's, I'm, where are you spending money at? Back or where that you know? I think Simmons is still in his rookie contract. Oh, he is. Yeah, no question, he is. Yeah, he's going to make a lot when. The I mean, they got some guys that are going to make some bucks for sure. They're like Byard's making money. Henry's making money. And they pay Bud right Dupree. Yeah, pay Bud Dupree. A couple of their offensive linemen aren't cheap. Yeah, Luan. Yeah. Right, right, right. Sapples make yeah. money. You know, um, the Ravens have twenty six million in cap space. But they're going to have to give Lamar yeah, say Lamar's a big chunk of that. that right either. They they have a lot of picks, mid round picks as they usually do. But 
I, what I don't know yet, and, and I won't for a while, is who are the obvious cap casualties coming up on all these teams? Because some of them already know that yeah. this guy isn't going to be back, even though he's not counting on that equation. He's making $10 million and he's really a $2 million player. You know? Yeah, so the rabbit hole I wanted to go down yeah. in this segment, uh, kind of in, in, before we take a look a little bit more around the league, how would you fix the Steelers? In terms of where you're spending money and all that, where are you going in the next year's draft? I have a, I have a, a a distinct plan here. Okay, I don't yet. I mean, I have ideas, I have pieces of, I have puzzle pieces. I don't know if they all fit together quite yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, few things, quarterback wise, I'm kicking the tires on Rodgers, Watson, Wilson. I don't think Watson's for the Steelers. I very much don't believe any of those guys will end up in Pittsburgh. But I'm curious what the asking price is. I think you're crazy if you don't ask. Right. I think Rodgers is the best player in the league right now. And if you can get that guy, I'm listening. I frankly would be shocked if he leaves Green Bay when it's all said and done. Yeah. And I think Wilson will be available, but okay. There's a couple quarterbacks that I'm interested in. And people, this is day one of people getting sick of hearing – I don't think I've sprung this one on you yet. Jameis Winston really intrigues me. I think he is a more mature player that you can get cheap, that has a lot of talent, and just see. Sign him to a two-year deal. He's a free agent. You know, right. Spend your money on him. I've never liked Trubisky, but I would put a couple of those guys in that category. Early picks from yesteryear that you don't have to give up a draft pick and aren't going to break the bank. And I'm not even having them compete with Rudolph or Haskins, but see, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not kicking them out the door either. Nor am I decide. Nor would I say because I signed Winston or Mariota or somebody like that. If I love a quarterback in the first round, I wouldn't still take him. You know, so yeah. that's probably my quarterback approach more so than trading I'm, for Matt Ryan. I'm talking more just about fixing the lines of scrimmage. That would be my next project, 46, though. Forty-six million dollars in your draft picks. Yeah, can fix the line of scrimmage, right? Because I think the defense just needs one more. Yeah, and you, ju- you need a, that would yeah. be a young guy because you're going to get to it back next year. And Lulu's under contract. and Lulu's under contract right. next year. Add, I like what I've seen. Loudermilk, I thought he's made, a keeper. made some plays yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd um, like to bring Warmly back too. Yeah, I mean my ends are fine. Yeah, um, you know you add a, a, another guy who's the the eventual replacement, if not now, then. You know, down the road, maybe he's rotate, rotating in with a Lou Lou mm-hmm. this season. Yep. At the nose, which you can get. Probably in the second round. Second, even third, even third round. round right. Yeah, you can get those guys. And then Jordan I'm Jordan looking... Davis looks like the only first rounder, you know, the, yeah. uh, from Georgia. I don't know if I would go that route or not and spend that much on that position. But you'll get a really talented one a day, too. Right, yeah. yeah. So I do that. I'm, I'm probably, I mean, then I'm either signing a, a, a guard and drafting a tackle in the first round, mm-hmm. or I'm drafting a center. There's only one of them. I'm drafting if Linderbaum is there. That I'm, would be. I'm drafting him and saying, Kendra Green, thanks for the thanks for the year. You're going to move to guard now. Or yeah, or you're going to be the backup center and fight with someone else at guard. You're right. not guaranteed anything. Right. But you're, but you're one gonna, of these. Three. You're in the mix. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I think that needs to happen in some capacity, no matter what. That fixes a lot too. That in itself fixes a lot. Like, well, Turner's up. Right. I think we'd both agree Dotson's your left guard yes. next year. His job uncontested. Bonk. And he could be back this week. That's that's kind of an that's under... interesting, too. Yeah. yeah. Because here's the thing. Uh, and I, I mentioned this in my in my column today on uh, DK Pittsburgh Sports. Um, 
there's three weeks left in the season. Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of almost he's he's now eligible to come off, even if he's not ready to begin practicing again. You got to get that clock ticking here because what do you got to lose? Yeah, what like, do you got to lose? Right, yeah. right. Activate him and see what happens. You activate right. him and see where it goes because mm-hmm. one way or the other, he's either going to be ready for the – if you make the playoffs, then he, you have to activate him anyways, or otherwise he's done for the year. Mm-hmm. So you might as well, you. You yeah, might as well yeah. activate him and say, okay, Kevin, let's see where you're at here. Uh, I've seen him around the facility. He's not in the walking boot anymore. Good, okay. So – I mean, it might be time, yeah. Yeah, it might be time that he, you know, well, gets promising. back. You know, if he's not back this week, he might be back the last two games of the season. I don't think to your. I think where is where you were going with this originally is. I don't think fixing the lines of scrimmage are as hard as it sounds. I was watching the Patriots the other night, mm-hmm. and okay, they got run on, and it was yeah. John, it was Jonathan Taylor, and you know it ended up. Uh, some of that was skewed though because he had a sixty-seven yarder when everybody right. was the line of scrimmage in the last play of the game, right. more or less. You know, he yeah. had a good game, and he's the best back in the league basically. But it wasn't like he was shredding them like that no. when Cook was shredding the Steelers. Right. You know. But what did they do in the offseason? They went out and paid. They, and I thought that they overpaid a little bit for guys like Godshaw. And, yeah. You know, I, I think they overpaid for everybody, but they got guys that they were got very guys, they serviceable. Were. Steelers could use Godshaw. Yeah, you could go. You can get guys like that. You can get these mid-level mm-hmm. free agents to come in. Coming off their first contract. Right. They're not old men. You know, you can get them and pay them a million more than they probably should, but they're then not, all of a sudden it's fixed. Yeah, you know, they're not stars. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, big-name guys, but... They're big and tough, and they've been around the block. Yeah, yeah. They know how the game is played. Yeah, no, you could definitely. I don't even know that you're going to have to overpay them. Probably not. I'm not for nose tackle types. And and I I hope people realize this too. Like when I say nose tackle, it doesn't have to be a 360 pound guy that runs a six flat. (laughs) You know what I mean? It just has to be a big physical, a power player that that can complement Cam. Yeah, that can complement Cam and spell a Lulu. Um, if that's an early pick that you develop, maybe push the pocket a little, you know. Keep your linebackers covered up. Yeah. I mean, but it doesn't have to be the old – it doesn't have to be Vince Warford. You right. Know? It doesn't have to be that guy. And, and you can find guards. And it was on third and seven. I want this guy on the field once in a while. Yeah. You, you know, can right? find – you can get a guard, a serviceable guard mm-hmm. for, you know, three, four million a year. What do you think of this? Guard aside, guard would be my last priority in offseason rebuild. Because you can find them, and Trey Turner might be out there, or you could, you know, extend them. If your first round picks a tackle, and it looks like a really, really good tackle draft, and the Steelers could pick anywhere from what, thirteen to twenty, early twenties. Yeah. You know, I don't think they're going to be thirty-two, um, but it looks like, and they'll go higher than they should. Like all the mocks you look at now, put a ten percent tax on all those tackles; they'll go up higher than that. But there's a lot, and there's going to be several going in the in the top twenty. If you could do that, and sign a veteran center, doesn't have to be a Pro Bowler, a guy that is an every week starter center that's the twelfth best center in the league. I think everything falls into place from there. You know, you yeah. you, you got the left guard, presumably a left tackle in free agents or in the draft, but it doesn't matter left or right. And then you let everybody else fill in the gaps and see who you let them all fight for two dogs, one bone. You know what I mean? Yeah. You I mean, know? you just you, you take the Bills approach and you mm-hmm. what they did a few years ago. You go get eight or nine, not great linemen, but quality linemen. I think add a draft, overkill, right? add a draft pick to it, and, right, and right. Go from there. Yeah, I don't know if they need quantity as much as quality though. Like I want a starting center. And Green, maybe even sign that guy to a two-year deal. And that doesn't mean Green's not a center. I don't know. But one more tackle 
I think would have a ripple effect to the whole line. The rest of the line. The yeah. rest of the line. It's not that. Uh, the, the point being, it's not that hard of a fix. Right. I don't think you have to go get, you know, Fanica and Ogden yeah. to fix this thing. You when, know you I mean? when you have cash available. When you when you don't have cash available, you have to do it like the Steelers did this year. Yeah, and see what sticks. Yeah, yeah. But no, I agree with you. So I mean, I I, I just had that thought as I was watching the the, the Patriots game mm-hmm. Thursday night, and I'm like, you know, they spent. Somebody said something to me about, well, the Patriots haven't spent a lot of high draft picks on their offensive line. I'm like, well, their left tackle is a first round draft pick, and yeah, you know, that's where you spent. Yeah, if you, you, I was about to bring up their O line because in free agency, remember there was like five or six centers that were all available, and yeah. they all signed like within two days. Yeah, well, one of them was Andrews, and the other one is the Patriots kept two of them. One of them's a guard center. Yeah, but they didn't break the bank for those guys. I mean, they hung around for a while. They're trusted. They're tough, and they do a great job of developing linemen. I mean, they have their whole life. Scarnecki is going. If there's going to ever be an offensive line coach in the Hall of Fame, it's Dante Scarnecki. I mean, he's the Munchak of the up in the North. You know, I mean, he's done a great job. So you can develop linemen too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's and, allowed. And these guys will all get better. Believe it or not, Steeler fans. So. Yeah. In, in fact, I actually saw some progress from Kendrick Green yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't think he was the, a liability. The snaps. Snaps are better. Um, and I had, didn't get a chance to ask him because we weren't allowed in the locker room, and we, yeah. obviously, and we couldn't uh, requested to, to speak to him, but we didn't get a chance. Maybe that'll happen this week. Um, but if you wa- go back and watch the game against the Vikings, actually watch the, the previous two or three games where he was having issues with the balls getting snapped all over the place. Mm-hmm. Those balls were going 100 miles an hour. Was he just blasting them? Back? He just like blasted them back. Snapping them. Yeah. He was blasting them back here. If you watch the snaps yesterday. Took a little bit off. No, really. And everything was right I'm on target. I'm to watch it. Okay. Yeah, go back and watch a few few plays and, and and watch those watch those. The 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 ball getting back there actually has a little bit of arc to it. Okay. Instead of being coming back there 100 miles an hour and the quarterbacks, you know, it doesn't have looks to like be Dennis a... Lemieux in goal. Like <laughs> it's not a punt. <laughs> no. I mean, it's not a kick. I mean, yeah. It's not a field goal. It doesn't have to come back. So there it's a it's a, a subtle adjustment, but it was an adjustment. Yeah. Okay. And the, the like snaps were much better. Something off instead yeah. of blowing everybody away with screen passes. Uh, yeah. You know, stick it in their face mask. Interesting. So you know Start. now. Yeah. Now, now you can okay. You got that fixed. Work on the blocking. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, it's his problems are more than one though too. Yeah. But he's a rookie center. I mean, yeah. I, the the book is not written on him or Dan. I Moore, agree. In my opinion. I agree. You know. Uh, but if Linderbaum's there, I was... it'd be hard to. You know. <laughs> but I mean, you can't. I mean, you got to have the quarterback thing figured out to some degree first. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's a that's a whole different realm. You know. Yeah. Um, and we don't know the prospects half as well as we will. Right. The guy with um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually uh, going to go to the Senior Bowl this year to get a yeah. look at, at some of those guys, and we'll see if uh, Matt will be there in my hip pocket with me there. Hopefully, Try to make that happen. Hopefully that's the case. We, we want to get as in-depth in this year's draft as we possibly can. Especially the quarterback class, but everyone. you know, it, we, Combine we, We've been up. good about it every year, but I think this year we need to yeah, get we're gonna, deeper and deeper. Yeah. But we're not there yet. No, <laughs> because we've had this conversation. of everything that happened in the league yesterday, and really, what's happened overall? I mean, there's just no figuring this league today, this year. The Lions dominated the Cardinals. They, yeah, they didn't just win. That wasn't like I, I did the post game show on TV yesterday, so I felt like I was more out of the loop with the league as usual. It just wasn't my usual routine, and I did a lot of homework on that game, or some homework on that game after the fact, and thought, wow, you know. Arizona must have turned the ball over five times they or not. got penalized like crazy. They just got beat. 
<laughs> Craig <laughs> Reynolds handed it to him. Right. Craig Reynolds, twenty six for one twelve. Yeah. Just ran the ball. Goff played well. The Lions have an O line. You know, like I'm not saying they're good, but they were the better team that day, clearly. Yeah. Uh, the Jets gave the Dolphins everything that they can hit. Mm-hmm. I don't. The, the Dolphins aren't a good football. They're not a great football. Not team. a great football team. No. Um, they've just taken advantage of who they've played. Mm-hmm. You know, they, I this, think they figured themselves out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure the Dolphins are sitting here going, "Well, we had one left tackle, and yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, they're not far away." Um, the Texans somehow just go in there and smack the, the Jaguars around. I thought the Jaguars would play yeah. much better than they did, but the, te- the Texans showing some life. Texans, I'm going to say that. Texans D hasn't been horrible all year, and Davis Mills is the forgotten rookie. Everyone's like, he's just down there. That guy's can throw the ball and is a talented player. Just didn't have much college experience and a lot of injuries. He's getting better, you yeah. know. I love Lawrence. I have my questions about Zach Wilson, but you can't tell me they're getting better. I mean, at least yeah. Davis Mills is getting better. You know, I mean, so and as we we mentioned in the previous segment, the Texans have a couple games remaining against some of these AFC contenders. They could beat somebody. They could, you know, right? They could pull off an upset, right. especially. I think both of those. They play the Colts at home, and or the Texans or the Titans are at home, and the Chargers game is at home. Yeah, I mean, on paper, it looks like they're going to get blown out by both. But if the Titans version that came here yesterday, they beat the Titans in Tennessee. Similar, right? Then that was a better version of Tennessee than we saw yesterday. Um, yeah, that, Jacksonville's horrendous. Yeah, that, that <laughs> Bengals Broncos game was fifteen ten. Easily could have gone the other way. The the Broncos mm-hmm. were going in for a score in the fourth quarter. I don't know if you saw the play, the Bridgewater injury. No, 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 no. Oh, was there was a play thing. where uh, I believe it was Melvin Gordon was running with the ball, and one of the Bengals came up and. and Swiped it off of him, and ran. Was going the other way. He, he, he initially fell down. Was, was it Locke? Maybe it was Locke. It was almost like a basketball strip sack. And yeah. He took it the other way to dunk it almost. And then right. at the end of the play, he fumbles. Right. And the and the Broncos lineman, recover right. at midfield. Yeah, that was a crazy play. I do know. What you're and then about. they reviewed it and they said, "No, no, he was down back here." If that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. you know, it was a game changing game changing play. The, the, the Bengals could have lost that football game. It's typical Denver. I mean, they're just close games, you know, <laughs> just grind it yeah. out. And Bridgewater got hurt what looked like pretty bad. He was in the hospital. Yeah. And I don't know if we'll see him again this year. Uh, the Ravens, you know, they made a game of it with the Packers. They came home. back strong. Yeah. They really did. Um, Huntley's not bad, by the way. Yeah. He, he doesn't throw the football down the field at all. No, he yeah. doesn't. And it wouldn't kill you to double Mark Andrews. I looked at their <laughs> – yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it is here's, here's their long passes of the day yesterday. To everybody not named Mark Andrews. Mm. Marquise Brown, seven yards. Devin DuVernay, seven yards. Uh, Prochet, eight yards. Tylam Wallace, five yards. Rashad Bateman, five yards. Wow. These are guys that can run. Latavius Murray, three yards. Devontae Freeman, two yards. Wow. Everything's sideways. Yeah, everything's sideways. So wow. I didn't watch enough of that game yeah. yet, but wow. Andrews was the only guy who was getting anything. So here, the, Andrews averaged 13.6 yards a catch. Mm-hmm. The next closest guy to him, Prochet had one catch for eight yards. Marquise Brown averaged 4.3 yards a catch. And he's like the fast guy to feel. <laughs> he had 4.3 catch on 10 catches. Yeah. He had 10 catches. He, had, he was used and not used right. DeVernay was, was the same thing. Three catches for 13 yards. 4.3 a catch. I'm sure protection had something to do with it because they don't pass pro well at all. But, but it was also, all sideways. Lamar used to throw deep a lot. Yeah. You know, right. It's all sideways. All sideways. It's interesting. I've been asked a lot about Huntley, and I'm like, he's better than you think. But I wanted to at least say 
when these defensive coordinators don't really have the book on a guy, they're just going to kind of do what they do best. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're not going to be super aggressive. We're not going to open things up for them, and we'll learn as the game goes on. Well, you should have learned that he's only throwing to Andrews. You know, yeah. they made that too Double easy. Andrews. Play straight up man on the outside guys because he he's not going to. the numbers. Deep. He's not going to throw right. it deep like that. And I, th- I mean, that would be the book on him if he starts against the Bengals next week. They better play him that. That's way. That's the way and I would play it. Andrews yeah. to no end and go from there. Take your chances with the receivers. Uh, but they lost. And then last night's game. <laughs> I mean, oh. It's just you. You know nothing about the league this right. year. Saints, the Saints are Brady's script. The Saints nine, nine Buccaneers zero. Zero, right? Zero. And I may have picked the Bucks to be the best team in the league twelve hours ago. I mean, I, I thought, boy, Brady's gonna win another. Now one. they lost a bunch of guys in that game. Well, I was about to say, yeah. Godwin's out for the year. Evans is questionable. Fournette's questionable, and they lost them throughout the year. They still didn't score a point. No, even with those guys, yeah. they weren't moving the ball at all. Brady's throwing iPads or whatever they use now. <laughs> yeah, they were unhappy, and it got to the point. Brady only trusted Gronk. Like, yeah. it was like, and wisely, the Saints didn't give him the Mark Andrews treatment. They put a lot of people on Gronk, you know? I mean, and yeah, it was. The Saints are a hard team to play against, and Brady hates playing those guys. I texted you last night during that game. I'm like, good luck. To, if you had to do power rankings this week, and we'll. I, I don't yeah, know. we'll fit it with it tomorrow. I guess we'll do I them guess, tomorrow, yeah, but there's still, still games. Yet, right. Um, maybe we'll have to power rank the AFC okay. because both of those games on Tuesday are NFC games, but. I, you I, mentioned the Chiefs might be number one. Yeah, maybe. Packers. Um, uh, I mean, should to watch the Rams a little bit. They're gaining some steam. I would have had the Patriots a little higher a week ago. Certainly would have had the Bucks way higher a it's week just, ago. I mean, anything can happen in this league yeah. this particular year. Oh, and that's nice. even without COVID. Sure. COVID is like the is the, alt, is the other just – I was actually about to say that. <laughs> like, I'm not wishing it upon the Chiefs, but – what if the next headline of Pat Mahomes has been a COVID? Yeah. I mean, it could happen to them as easy as anybody. I mean, anybody. just think about what happened again with the with the Chargers today. Right, three of their studs. Bosa, Ekelar, and Lindsley. Yeah, and I forget which two. Bosa was one of them, which means he probably isn't vaccinated. He's not. He's vaccinated. already out. Yeah, he's I mean, not they, vaccinated. Can't, cannot yeah. come back. Right, and one of the other ones couldn't either. I'm not sure who. I mean, it's just uh, that's that's the the like the flying the ointment here for anybody. You're just kind of, I think every you know these these head coaches have to be sitting out there. Every every uh, Monday when these guys test, like, oh my god, I don't want to see the train. I don't it, yeah. want to see the trainer today. <laughs> right, hey, I got something for you, coach. Just go, go away, get out of here. I do not want to see your face. But it's just it's just so crazy this year. And I mean, again, this Browns game's about to start. I think they don't have. No, maybe it's not them. They're missing ten starters. Washington doesn't. They have any coaches? Like, say all their coaches are gone. They, they're down like nine assistant coaches. Like, yeah. how ugly is that game going to be? Yeah, and who's in charge here? <laughs> I'll hang. <laughs> right, like I'm it, in charge. Eagles might just blow them out. I, I don't know what to think of that game. I'm going to think of this upcoming game. I'm kind of excited to watch the Browns game. See, it's like the, it's the like. Bears game tonight. Their best corner went on co- on the COVID nineteen list today. Today, yeah. today, yeah. you game plan for him. He he travels. Johnson travels with the other team's best right. receiver. Right, right, right. You plan game plan for that all week long. And every ten guys he's playing with are adjusting accordingly. And now, eh, we're not going to do it anymore, guys. Yeah, they're not going to have Artie Burns. Artie Burns is their other starting quarterback. He's not going to be traveling with what Odell or with Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. (laughs) Right? Eh, We'll just do it with Artie instead. Yeah, we'll plug him right in. (laughs) Or the third guy will bump up. You know, no, we got to scrap all this. Everything we practice done out the window. Yep, that's how the league is right now. I mean, it's it's the same situation the Steelers were in in that Lions game when Ben Roethlisberger tests positive the night before the game, like. 
Well, they got to run it back. You gotta, it, 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 and you saw the product that was on the field that day. Sure, sure. You know, question. you end up tying the Detroit Lions. Like you can't get, you can't plan for this stuff. No, and because you don't know who on, who on your fifty-three man roster is going to be missing. Mm-hmm. You can. Uh, why didn't they come up with a contingency plan for this? How do you? I mean, every coach does since the history of time is if we lose both our offensive tackles, how do we fit that puzzle yeah. in? But this is kind of different, you it's know. I mean, you're, because it's not like people. Once in a while, people get hurt in practice, or a kicker gets hurt in the pregame warm-up, and you got to do. You know, those are there's some weird instances, but it's not like well, we just lost three running backs, or you know, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, a whole room full of people. Like wow. Yeah, it's just it's devastating. But uh, anyways, we're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, time for the fantasy football focus. We'll do that right after this. <laughs> 